This is a Gulf Stories moment made possible by the University of West Florida Innovation Institute. Hello again, everyone, and thank you for joining us for another Gulf Stories Moment. My returning guest today, Dr. John Wirth, Professor of Anthropology at UWF, and today we're talking about the Luna Expedition and Settlement. Dr. Wirth, glad to have you back on the show. Thank you very much. So through the course of this show, and it's been going for a couple of years now, we've talked a lot about the Luna Expedition, though we've mostly focused on the sites of the wrecks in the bay. Today we're specifically talking about the land discovery. Tell me a little bit about that. Since 1992, when the first shipwreck was found, the Emanuel Point One shipwreck, we've known that probably in the vicinity around uh, those shipwrecks would be the land settlement where Luna's expedition offloaded 1,500 people. But it's remained elusive, and even though a lot of archaeology has been done in the area, no trace of it really has ever been found until 2015, when basically an accidental discovery of 16th century Spanish pottery basically right on shore uh, near the shipwrecks, led to additional testing with permission of the landowners, and we ended up finding the basically the largest mid-16th century site of Europeans uh, in the entire United States. It's incredible. Uh, this stuff is so interesting. So couldn't find it. You knew because of where the wrecks were. It's got to be around here somewhere. Couldn't find it. And then in 2015, you know, these, these pieces of pottery show up. H- how did they show up? Like, how were, were, had they been buried and somehow got unburied? What happened there? Yes, essentially, um, it's in a residential neighborhood in Pensacola. And so uh, house construction has gone on since the early part of the 20th century. But in this case, an older house from the 1950s was removed in anticipation of a new house. And as a result, the lot was cleared. So the soil was destroyed. Disturbed and just enough was disturbed to reveal uh, Spanish pottery, bits of Spanish beads, uh, Spanish metal, iron, uh, all, basically the entire assemblage, even Aztec pottery, uh, all of which led us to, to know that this was totally unique. There's no other place like this in all of Pensacola Bay. And when you, when you start doing the testing, um, what's the turnaround before you get some sort of confirmation like, yep, this is the real deal? Well, literally at this site, it was so abundant, the amount of material and so distinctive, mm-hmm. um, and the, the artifacts we found were so recognizable to us nowadays as archaeologists. We know a lot about 16th century material culture. It was pretty quick. We knew right in the field, literally, that we had the site. And when we found the Aztec pottery, I was absolutely convinced that we had something directly related to Luna. And the more we tested, the, the better it got. But it takes often months and even years to do full analysis in the lab. Tell me about what it was like to, to be there and to know, like, this is it. I mean, what was that like? It was incredibly exciting. Uh, we, we were basically all hands on deck. The Department of Anthropology, the Archaeology Institute here at UWF, everybody we could get, students, uh, we came in for a five-day window. Uh, the landowners were gracious enough to provide us that opportunity before the house was constructed. Um, so we were all on the site, and everything new that we found was just more and more evidence, and we were all talking about the prospects for the future and what we could do with this site, not just in terms of what we could learn, but what we could teach our students about how we learn about the past and how archaeology tells us something new and more than, say, the documents might. As something like that is happening, are you, are you all thinking, like, this is why we studied, this is, today's our Super Bowl, it's happening? Yes, and in fact, uh, at the time, I remember thinking to myself, this is, it's an almost unreal experience. Uh, you can't believe that, number one, you've actually found this long-anticipated, long 
desired site uh, of great historical importance, literally international importance, but there it is. And the evidence was just continually appearing right in front of our eyes. And now that we've been there four years, we've confirmed that it's a 30-acre site that is filled with this 16th century assemblage of material. So the last thing I want to ask you is we know that several shipwrecks have been discovered. Is it three, I I believe? is Yes, three so far. There's three left to find. Three left to find. Okay, so that leads me to this question. You have found one land site. Is there reason to believe there may be others of those, or would it make more sense that this was the spot? More likely than not, just based on the documents, and I've reviewed basically, well, actually everything that's been written that that we've been able to find and found a few new documents, there's no evidence that there was any major uh, dispersal, other settlements around the bay. Uh, There was a small minor outpost uh, at the mouth of Mobile Bay. There was another one up inland on the Mm. Alabama River. But, yeah, our settlement uh, is probably one spot. Such a great topic. I'm so glad you told us the story. Thank you, sir. Thank you very much. For more Gulf Stories moments, visit wuwf.org slash podcast or go to the podcast page of npr.org.